Hey everybody, it's me, Greg Miller from Kinda Funny, and you're listening to My Xbox and Me with my son, MC Fixer. That's right, not Mick Fixer. He doesn't like the Mick Fixer <laughs> thing. Don't say that anymore. Patreon.com slash MC Fixer. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 152. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the northeast, Amy. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I can hear you this time. You can we're hear good. me. Right. Take it's two, we're good. Oh my god, what a week. Mm-hmm. What a week it has been in the video game realm. Let me get the rigmarole right out of the way. If you are watching this live, you're not. That's a lie. Because I'm not doing it live anymore. Oh my god, what a week. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash my xbox and me be sure to hit that subscribe button hit that like button drop a comment if you are watching uh you can also find us on SoundCloud, podbean google play uh itunes all podcast services around the world okay we're everywhere if we're not somewhere let us know and i will try and get us there apart from spotify because that's really hard to do and i can't figure it out just yet if someone knows how to reach out to me please other than that this is our weekly xbox podcast uh, where we talk about all things xbox 152 episodes never missed a week so let's get into it amy should we jump straight into what's been in our box no yeah. i have, we haven't got time to even like you know Oh, how are you? I'm good. How I know, right? Good? Like, it's I mean, so impersonal. The, like, <laughs> this week's show is sort of just a bit like, well, oh, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very have much you for asking. Week? I've had a good, I've had a very good week. How has your week been? I don't want to talk about it yet. Okay. Oh, God. We got, we got two topics of the shows this week. That's how busy we are. But let's jump into what's been in our box. What have we been playing? What have we been playing this week? It will shock you to learn that I've played Overwatch. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm back definitely on the competitive grind. So. Okay. That's fun and not at all stressful, and I can't help but take it way too seriously. Serious, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that, do yeah, that with Siege. Yeah. Um, uh, anything other than that? Aside from that, I played a little game called Transference. Transference, and, uh, yes. Little is the operative word. So you got a review going up. Yep. Uh, on the My Xbox and Me YouTube channel. I do. It's all um, finished and done. I think it's up, isn't it? It's just, it, I've got to proof it. Yeah. Or has it not been uploaded yet? It's uploaded. Ah, oh, see, again, I've been so busy, <laughs> I've just not had time to proof it yet. But yes, um, I played it. Um, honestly. Yeah. Obviously, my review's going up, so I won't go into too much detail with the rest of the stuff that we've got to talk about today. Yeah. But it, the one thing that really stuck with me is it's very, very short. Yeah. How much <laughs> is this game? Short. You know? I don't, but... I'm, I've got to imagine it's a twenty dollar game. I think it's like eighteen ninety nine. Okay. Um, I did look it up actually. Um, that would make sense. Okay, is it? Oh, is it's it tw- worth... twenty pounds and ninety nine pence. Is it worth that? Took me less than an hour, just under an hour and a half to finish. Oh, okay. Um, and I think its length hurts it quite a bit uh, in terms of its story, um, okay. specifically because there's a lot, there's 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 a lot of things that. It tries to unpack and it tries to be that kind of game where it's like it's open to interpretation, but it's too open to interpretation. And yeah. it really could have done with like a bit more. Like just okay. to it in general. Which is a shame because there's some stuff in there where it makes me think, this could have been really good. But instead it's just undercooked. like Yeah. Yeah, undercooked is probably the right word. Like I remember seeing it at E3 and being like, Oh, this looks interesting enough. Um, this one Elijah would come out, correct? He's yes. the one attached to this project. Um, 
And I was like, okay, it looks interesting. I'm not into VR, so mm-hmm. am I really going to care? Then they said, oh, it's not It's not only VR. Is that why? Do you think it was baked in for VR and they knew like a long VR experience wouldn't It work? could be, yeah. A lot oh. of VR experiences tend to be around about two or three hour mark. Exactly. Um, so that could have been the reason why they kept the running time short. I mean, there are, there is a, some stuff to actually like be positive about in the game. You know, the atmosphere is fantastic. Um it's very interesting the way it messes with your perception because the 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 story hook is you're trapped in a virtual world that's yeah. gone wrong. So they they do some really interesting things with like messing with your perception. Um, but it just it doesn't land for me personally anyway. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anything else that you've been playing? I know that's it. Uh, Xbox related. The Xbox games are. Just Wait, around the corner. Just Tomb Raider, right? I did actually. Yes, that's right. I did. I keep forgetting because I didn't get my copy, so I borrowed Keith's, God, who yeah. stepped in to do my uh, review. Review, God, and yeah. I played it for like two or three hours just to get the footage captured done. Um, so I didn't really play that much of it. God, yeah, it's more Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. how it feels. Is that yeah. for to like? I'll, we're gonna talk about EGX in a little bit, but honestly, that was kind of my feel for the whole of EGX with games. It was like I played Division Two and I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I played, um, not Metro. Metro was actually one. Of yeah, the I saw your videos. Um, but I played these games and I was like, oh, it's more of this, which is fine, and that's great. But you know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's. I've, I was I've, I was just literally writing this down as a as a thought for another game that's not on Xbox, but it's just like, it's fine that it's more of the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's more of the same thing, and I've already played it, as it. So it's not really doing much to go to grab me and go. You need to play this because I've kind of already played it. I mean, it, it comes down to world building at that point, right? But it comes yeah. down to how good is the world, how good is your actual gameplay. I think Destiny is a game like that. That yeah. If your hooks are in you, your hooks are in you. Um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I totally get it. I've I've had Tomb Raider. I bought it. Um, I then returned Tomb Raider um, because I've heard such mixed things between people saying it is great, it is fantastic, and people saying it is okay and it's kind of boring and it's so stealth heavy and it's so like. We all know that stealth is not my thing. Like stealth for me is not not the way I like to play my video games. Just not. Yeah. So for me, it was a case of okay, what do I do? I just had Assassin's Creed come through the post, um, and I was like, I'm not jealous. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was like, okay, cool. Assassin's I know what I'm Creed. Gonna do. I'm gonna return Tomb Raider. Get to it by the end of the year, which I will. Uh, so we can have a, a deep discussion. About yeah, I'm gonna of play year, more of, of it at some point. Yeah, but uh, I just not. I just don't have a chance to get to it. Yeah, I mean the the reactions that you get where it's like I love this or I'm not feeling this. That's how a game works when it's when it's it's more of the same. I mean, because <laughs> you either love it or thing, don't. The thing that come to me was it was I spoke to Mr. Moody and Crash, who are friends of mine, um, who said they weren't loving it. And then obviously I watched like IGM reviews who gave it like a nine and a few others that gave it quite high scores. And I was like, who do I trust it? Do I trust my friends who i play with every day or do i trust the reviewer i was like you know what i'm going with my friends like they're the ones who know me best they're the ones that know if i can wait on this um hayley was a little bit annoyed because she wanted to play it but i said to her are you actually gonna play it and then she was like no probably not so then let's just wait so i can pick it up cheaper like i went from paying 
fifty pounds for it, and I already saw it online for forty five already. I'm like, well, I'm just I'm gonna save myself the fiver. I know it's only a fiver, but I want to save a fiver. So yeah, I mean, you yeah. probably wait Black Friday and get it even cheaper. So exactly, that's the plan. That is the plan. Um, other than that, that's all for you, right? That's all for me. Yeah. Cool. I've played a shed ton of games. Uh, obviously, I was at EGX, uh, and I'll talk about that in the topic of the show. Um, but I've played FIFA 19, because I've had that now for a couple of days. Because I have my 10-hour free trial, plus I've got the championship edition. Um, I am that very, 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 very bad at this year's FIFA. Okay. And that hurts. It really hurts. Um, they've changed the, the... They've changed the gameplay in a way of making it way more realistic. Yeah. Now. Um, so it's way more weighty and pass accuracy is super important. It's not just push A and the pass is going to go to where you want it to. Same for through balls and crosses and everything. It's so more realistic. Um, you can no longer just get a player down the wing and if he's, super, if he's got 90 pass pace, you're just going to sprint past everyone. It just doesn't happen anymore. It is a much more realistic football game uh, for better and worse. I mean, it means now you need to actually be good at football games uh, to be good at FIFA, which never used to be the case. But I think for me, it's, I've not had... I played it for about... For about 10 hours right. now. Um, which, in FIFA terms, is absolutely nothing for me. So I'm still pretty early on. I'm playing Ultimate Team, which I'm enjoying. I know people that have spent ridiculous amounts of money already in Ultimate Team. I had someone in my chat. I'm not going to say their name just in case. Um who was saying that he spent £350. Wow. In a day. The amount of games I could buy with that. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Wow. He said that he's having fun and he loves it and he has a good, he earns a good wage and he can afford to do it. So he does. He gets to treat himself once a year and he does this. And I'm like, man, that's still a lot of money. Like, so more power to that person, uh, obviously. Uh, other than FIFA, uh, I was sent a code... Um, for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, I have played probably about an hour of it. I'm allowed to actually stream it today, but I've been getting a ton of emails about it, so let's hope I can stream it today, today being the 26th or the 9th. Um, yeah, I it's more Assassin's Creed. It's more Origins, but in Greece. That's okay. what I've found with the game so far. It does have some new, neat um, abilities and stuff that you can do. Um, and obviously, Greece looks beautiful. The game at the moment it runs brilliantly on my uh, Scorpio. Um, Scorpio. I just... I'm so early on that yeah. I can't really, like, criticise the game yet. But that being said, it's just more Assassin's Creed. Right. So, and that's what I didn't want to happen to me. That I, I didn't enjoy one, love two. Didn't play anything until... Um, Black one? I played, no. I played a tiny bit of Unity for a while when it was super buggy so then obviously jumped out <laughs> yeah. didn't bother um and then i played uh, origins which i you all know i loved and now i'm at odyssey i'm at a place where i'm like cool i'm gonna play this i'm gonna enjoy this i hope um and then i'm glad we're getting a break because i couldn't do this year on year on year on year i couldn't Not again. i just couldn't the one thing they have added this year to uh, Assassin's creed odyssey is at the beginning um Obviously, you have your difficulties and stuff like that. They have this thing where it's um, where it gives you an option whether how you want to play it, whether it's explore mode or normal mode. 
normal being that obviously you still get all your markers everywhere so your map opens up and you can see where you're going and over here's a camp and over there's a camp and over da, 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 da. or you've got explore mode which none of that's there it's just the big map and you open it up and you go in and then it's like all right cool like your first mission is to go over to the stews the suit the oh my god the zeus statue um and like it's south of that it's like oh crap i actually have to pay attention to what this person's <laughs> saying because i'm not gonna know where to go otherwise like there's no markers to tell me where to go uh, sounds... which is actually pretty cool yeah really uh, you cool. can turn it you can turn it on and off at will oh um, that's good so you're not locked in right from the beginning like you know pick exactly, it and then yeah. like share which i hadn't done this exactly same with difficulty i put mine on normal i'm playing that's how i'm playing that's how i'm going to enjoy the game um but you can put it up you can put it down at will so that is cool um, I have more thoughts on the game when I actually get deeper in, so probably next week because I'll be able to play it free. I can play it free range now, but I'm a streamer at heart, and that's kind of what Gotta I do. So it's it. hard. It's hard to not. But I, the the restrictions on the game so much, I can't tell you any spoilers. I can't tell you. Is like, it the restriction book I've got? Is is it like Far Cry Five again? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is hefty, hefty. So that is that. Other than that, more Rainbow Six. Um, Mm, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, more Rainbow Six, which I've just been playing a little bit here and there. Anyways, let's get into topic of the show this week. Uh, and topic of the show is, of course, Telltale. Um, the news broke uh, just as I got home. Literally, I woke up on Sunday. So it happened Saturday night, but I went to bed at like 9 o'clock. Because um, <laughs> I was just so dead from EGX. Um, so... I'll read the story for you. Telltale confirms major studio closures. In a statement issued to IGN, Telltale confirms uh, Telltale Games confirmed it has made the difficult decision to begin a ma- majority studio closure following a year marked by in inflammable challenges. In insurmountable. In Sorry, I didn't have it up. <laughs> no, you're good. Insurmountable challenges. The studio also confirmed it retained 25 employees to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. Here's the Telltale Game CEO, Peter Hawley. Hawley. Full statement. Uh, it has been an incredible, sorry, quote. It has been an incredible difficult year for Telltale as we work to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of the best content this year and we received a tremendous amount of positive feedback. But ultimately, that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. So... A ton has come out since then, and like there's been so much news around this itself. With it being, whether it's we're not getting the Walking Dead final season, we are getting the Walking Dead final season. This is what we know so far between everything. Number one, Telltale has been hit with a class action lawsuit uh, for breaking labor laws. A former Telltale employee is suing the company in a class action lawsuit, uh, alleging alleging that it violated labor laws on the bookings in california and nationwide when it laid off hundreds of employees on friday in advance of a planned closure of the studio so for those who don't understand what the hell is going on here 250 people have been laid off um what we also know about that is without severance pay uh, also their health care will end at the end of the month i think that got extended i think it was a week and now they've extended till the end of the month 
which it worked out to be about two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, two more weeks, wow. Sorry. Before we go into this, it's, it's really hard for me to like wrap my head around all this. Obviously, over in England, we don't have healthcare like so that's yeah. not a thing that like if i lose if i worked at mcdonald's and i lost my job i still get healthcare it doesn't matter um severance pay i've never been in a job that has that so because i've worked at little jobs i've never had like a big proper job in quotes a career in quotes um so that's never been a thing for me so all this stuff that i'm reporting on is actually stuff that i have no real knowledge of um, I don't know what you know about severance pay. Uh, um, just what I've read and sort of like trying to keep up with what's been going yeah. on with Telltale. Um, so like, obviously the the law, the lawsuit is 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 talking about specific labor laws in California, um, yeah. and in America. And from what I can understand, bearing in mind my knowledge of the law is just enough to know it's... what I just enough about copyright law and know what I'm doing on YouTube and Twitch. So yeah. bear with me. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me it's a case of whatever doesn't get me sent to prison, cool. That's yeah, as much as exactly. I do as long as I'm not gonna get sued go by Konami, yeah. we're all yeah, good. Well. Um <laughs> But the 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 labor law that was broken, it's something to do with the the employees that were let go. Um if you let go more than a hundred employees within a certain amount of time, then those employees are owed uh, 60 days. 60 days, yeah. yeah. I read that somewhere, yeah. Um, severance pay, 60 days healthcare coverage. And from what it sounds like, and again, I'm pulling from like news articles, tweets, all sorts of different yeah. things. So like I'll say it, allegedly, um, Telltale obviously have broken that law. Yes. Allegedly by letting everybody go and not giving them the severance pay. Yes. Um, but they seem to have used a loophole um, that they're they're closing the studio down, they're going to be bankrupt, so they don't have any money. But God, yeah. where the where I think the class action lawsuit is coming to play is because they've laid everyone off, not given them severance, said they're going to file for bankruptcy, and they've then turned around, and then obviously this is a thing we'll be talking about. It's one of the what we know things. Yeah, they've turned around and said they're working with multiple partners to try and finish the Walking Dead. Yeah, which, so to, to, yeah. to rift off of that real quickly, it's uh, the next thing we know, which is multiple partners have stepped up uh, to help try and finish The Walking Dead season, uh, final season, episode three and four, um, which is what you're talking about, obviously, which I think is yeah. where they're going to be in trouble, right? I think that's the where they've kind of fucked themselves. closing down then. They're yeah. going to still be operating. A hundred percent. And all of those employees... So essentially what they've done is they've done it backwards. They've fired everyone and then from a perception piece anyway, have tried to yeah. save the studio rather than trying to save the studio and, failing yeah. and then firing everybody. Got ya. Yeah. Um, last one that I know of, and this is just stuff that I put together, The Walking Dead, the final season, is no longer available to purchase on digital storefronts like Steam, the PlayStation Store, or uh, the GOG.com. I'm guessing that's, what is that? It's got all the games, GOG.com. Uh, it's the storefront, DRM3. It's run by CD Projekt Red. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Um, well, also the Xbox store has been removed as well. Despite the second episode uh, coming out today, or yesterday, Telltale Games has reportedly asked retailers to keep customers from purchasing the full season pass in light of the uncertain future. Anyway. 
where do we start with all this? Because there's a lot to go through. Obviously, that's just what we know. That's not even our thoughts on the on the whole thing. Uh, starting off, did you play Telltale games? Uh, on and off. I played the ones that sparked me. Did you? Yeah, so yeah. rather than it's like gang everything. Yeah, so like Walking which Dead, one? Batman. Yeah. Um, I played the couple episodes of the Game of Thrones one. No, I didn't really okay. get into that one. Yeah. Uh, and The Wolf um, Among Us, which was like fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah it was i played uh obviously the walking dead every single season um i played towers from the borderlands i played the wolf of among us i played the first episode of batman didn't like it um well so i'm missing something i feel like i feel like i'm missing something oh guardians of the galaxy which mm. i played the first episode then didn't like this hit me like a ton of bricks if i'm honest with yeah. you it came out of fucking um, nowhere. Yeah, number one, it, come, it came out of nowhere. Number two, I just enjoyed these games. They were one of those type of games, walking sims in quotes, um, where I could actually stream and turn my brain off and just experience something with my chat. Like, not you don't get to do that very often because you're playing the game. So you, you, you very much are in it and you're trying yeah. to be entertaining it was one of those experiences i got to share with my audience where it was like we were both being entertained at the same time and i didn't have to entertain them we could just enjoy it and then they got to just see honest reactions from me um yeah this hit me like a ton of bricks um number one reason being that 250 people lost their job and i think that needs to be so in that is the important thing here as much as video games, wow, I'm not going to get certain things. The important thing here is that 250 people lost their job with no notice, don't have health care, don't have severance. Now some of them, most of them, I would have thought, I don't know, um, will have to uproot their whole entire life. Yeah. And so, uh, according to, yeah. Some people were some hired people last week. Just been hired, have moved across country, moved from different countries, I'm sure, to then just be like, oh yeah, you ain't got a job anymore, bye. Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing, not because it's funny, just the it's craziness just the, of it. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's the, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've said it all over the place. My thoughts go out to those, the people who have, who have been, who've lost their jobs and been affected by this. I don't understand where this came from because, I mean, I was, I was at my friend's house when we just, he happened to glance at Twitter and obviously it exploded Boom. as soon as it came yeah. out. So we were reading about it, and I was sat there thinking, I've just had an email from Telltale about a so game that I... they're publishing. Yep. Like, exactly. what? How? Where did this come from? <laughs> I think that just says how much they didn't know. Anyone, like, uh, sorry, let me re rephrase that. The higher ups knew. Yeah. Everybody else didn't know. So everyone else is still just doing their thing. Their ass off doing their job getting out the, the interviews, getting out content, getting out whatever it may be, um, and then boom. I was From what I also know, what we know is they had three hours to get their stuff and get out. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, three hours. Um, there is, there's so much here to break down. Um, again, but I need to stress, this is about the people, not the games. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, um, personally, yes, I'm, I'm devastated. I might oh, not get to finish The Walking Dead, but that's not okay, important. This... In Let's go with that for a little things. bit, though. Do you want it anymore? Not really. I've got episode two sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play episode two because I know who worked on that, yeah. which is these people that have been sacked. I don't want 
the ending that I'm going to get now because it's going to be an ending from people that no disrespect to whoever's working on it. I totally get it. Business is business. Trust me. I understand. Patreon.com slash MCFixer. But I don't want your version of The Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. I That's want, what it's going to be. I want the journey that I've been on with this with this, this cast, this crew, this, this team, this everything. Yeah. I don't want some contractors who have come in and like, yeah, we can get it done for this cheap and the shareholders will be happy and the board will be happy and everyone closes and we go, la, 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 and the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. No. Yeah. It, it's going to be like, it'll be like Walking Dead fan fiction at that point. Well, it's going to be what they think should happen. So yeah. I'm guaranteed, okay, let's guarantee that, okay, Clementine and AJ live happy ever after. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to do anything else with it, nah. No. Like if, if they end it, they're not gonna. I don't think they're there. I don't think anybody's brave enough to kill either of those characters now. No. But you don't know what would have happened. Yeah. With every with the rest of the old team working on this, this is you just the don't thing. Know. Even if one of these partners comes along and makes the third or fourth episodes of the mm -hmm. final season, you're still never gonna know what was actually gonna happen. Well, Jason Schreier, let's hope. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Let's hope. Let's hope he we is know writing another book. What was meant to happen. Let's hope we know what was meant to happen. But, but yeah, 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 it hurts, man. I'm gonna stream the second episode uh, whenever I'm next streaming, just because I was gonna do that anyway, and yeah, now it's like, like, it's like it's more important to me because this is the last episode of the The Walking Dead. Pretty much. Yeah. And the bad thing is, it got really bad reviews. Did it? Yeah. Oh, the first episode was was such a, I, a big return to form one. as well. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one, but um, I, I don't really know what more I can say on the matter, other than I'm obviously I'm, my thoughts go out to anybody that this this hit. And again, I saw kind of my games daily talking about stuff like that. There's not overshadow the fact that Capcom Vancouver just got shut yeah. down as well. Yeah, it was like someone tallied up. It's like it's, it's like 400 jobs. But to explain jobs. it, I think it's hope, we hope, we don't know, but we hope that those people got taken care of in the right way. You um, would hope so. Just purely because the whole company didn't shut down. It was just one studio. So. They, got, they got moved on to different projects and yada, yada, yada. This is so crazy. This is this shows you how to not run a company, yeah. how to not run a business, which as someone who runs my own business and it's a struggle every single day, but you do what people want you to do and you take some time away and you if the formula isn't working you go back to the drawing board how long have we been screaming new engine yeah well that was the thing wasn't it this was the final engine they were going to run anything engine. on yeah, it's yeah. like well we ran out of time to to fix everything it's like people have been pointing out been screaming it your since problems one. yeah for years i think it's that on top of the fact of uh, wolf among us season two it clearly didn't sell uh, season one didn't sell well but mm -hmm. the, the the mind share around season two it felt like it was going to do well yeah clearly definitely. the walking dead the final season has not sold as well as they thought it would no 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 definitely not but that's what happens when you give us a i don't mean to be critical but a not very good season three which was kind of just non not it important. just didn't need to happen especially playing the first episode of the new final season it's like that was completely irrelevant. It to... <laughs> just like, okay, cool. Boom. That was like a side quest. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I, 
a big, expensive side quest to make as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Whereas they could have capped it off with a trilogy, moved on and made a new engine, and we might be having a very different conversation, conversation. right now. 100%. I totally um, agree. But how do you have licenses like Game of Thrones? I mean, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan, but I know how much people love that. Oh, I mean, when it came out, the game came out, it was like Game of Thrones was the biggest thing in, in entertainment when it came yep. out. Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Um, I mean, they had Stranger had Things. Stranger Things was coming. Again, not watched it, so I don't know how. I know the I know people enjoy that, but I have not played. I've not seen it, so I don't know. But it's just like wow, wow. Surely there could have been more done here. Surely. I, f- I feel like we're gonna get a story. Danny or Jason, Some. one of the two, will come out with a story, eventually. And I, f- I feel like mismanagement is going to play a big role in that story i mean i think that goes without saying doesn't it yeah like you don't have these big franchises that were clearly selling well enough for you to convince other people to give you their franchise (laughs) exactly it's like whatever like because there's a graph going around twitter which shows like the decline in sales between like the walking dead season one being the high point and then like there was big drop-offs as it goes along but Mm -hmm. like they wouldn't have gotten the license for stranger to make a stranger things game if the licensed games from beforehand hadn't sold well enough because exactly. Netflix would have just given it to somebody else. Yep. So I think we'll still see still see some of those projects, just not by Telltale. Oh yeah, definitely. Honestly. Netflix is going to make a Stranger <laughs> Things game no matter what. They'll just they will just find someone. Yeah, which is still rumors going around that Telltale are meant to be finishing it with the twenty five tip people team that they've well, got. From what I understand, the twenty five people that finish um, Minecraft. Minecraft. They had in Minecraft. Because it's a contractual obligation between them and Netflix or something like that. Minecraft would have been Microsoft, right? I believe it's a Netflix series. So, yeah, it's probably something to do with Microsoft as well. Got you. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I've got nothing more. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I would say as well is um, go on Twitter and find all of the employees that you can um, and follow them. Um, I agree. Because, I mean, other than the fact that they're some really cool people, um, yeah. they're putting out that they've started putting out some really, fun, really fun shit from like behind the scenes stuff. And like, yep. some of it's heartwarming, some of it's really funny, some of it's the stuff yeah. they did when they were bored. Did um, you see the alternative ending? I did, I saw the alternative ending. Amazing. One, which is just like, <laughs> really? Like, oh my goodness. Uh, the first one I saw was uh, there was a thing where he opens a cupboard like a bunch of times, turns around, oh, walks right. out of the house, and then. <laughs> <laughs> becomes a giant it's it honestly some of the stuff they've done fantastic go find it it's definitely out there so go find it definitely uh let's move on to the topic of the show topic two which is i went to egx Yay. Uh, i i went to egx this year 2018 and got to play a ton of games let me tell you first of all and shout out to editor reese fantastic did a fantastic job of keeping me on point let me tell you because <laughs> after we so we went to egx i'm out with race we shot videos we then went to the industry party and got super drunk like super drunk ton of fun uh, and then we had to go in the next day and reese was not looking good yeah not looking good reese was struggling enjoyed the party a little bit too much today just a little bit just a little bit um but yeah i did get to play certain games like i said i played assassin's creed odyssey i played the division 2 which is probably one people want to hear about um it was literally the e3 demo that we saw um 
ton of fun. Like, it was... The Division is one of those games that I have such good memories of because of the way I played it and who I played it with and yada yada. I was grinding, I was playing, I was in, 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 in. And this just reminded me all of that. It's a third-person Destiny, and I like third-person games better than <laughs> I like first-person. Um, it has that Division feel. Obviously, there's still new abilities and stuff like that. Um, but I played it like five times, that demo. So I think that tells you how much I enjoyed okay. it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I played Metro twice. I played Division five times, um, and then I spent a lot of time in the Indies. To be fair, the EJs did such a better job this year with media passes. Oh um, yeah, and speaking to people, and I've I've got the gift of the gab anyway, so I don't really worry about those sorts of things anyway. I just you could probably rock up without a ticket and still get like twenty <laughs> interviews done. Probably that's that's <laughs> probably true. Um, but the best game I played there definitely uh, was Metro Exodus. Oh, they so have absolutely nailed the atmosphere in those games. Um, the demo did a, a did a good job of feeling humongous, but not letting you do too much in it. Yeah, um, it's like you can see how big the game's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was definitely a. It reminded me of like it had that resident evil feel to it with like the lack of ammo and sneaking around and you're looting and da, 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 da. and it just it felt great it had some really fantastic moments in it where like you take down this bandit camp and um as you've as you're taking everybody out they end up surrendering yeah and like they walk to the middle and they start surrendering i'm like just don't kill us please da, da, da. And i'm like oh crap what do i do now <laughs> i'm like because like they're human beings yep in a bad situation and i was just sort of left with this 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 complex like um what do i do uh ah yeah well, i'm gonna kill them so i just killed them all i think you know <laughs> i also had this moment as you start up the demo you sort of walk through and there's a wolf trying to kill this guy and like he's the one in my first playthrough i just killed the guy i killed the wolf he started talking and i was like ah you're boring so i just shot him to see if i could Totally could, totally killed him. So I don't know what he said. Played the demo again, listened to what he had to say, and he warns you of the bandit camp. So, ah. <laughs> which was cool. He's like, don't go over there, there's a bandit camp, duh, 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 all this other stuff. But I played, like I said, I played the demo twice, and I found myself in two different scenarios where I played it one way the first time, and then one way a second time. I played obviously very aggressive the first time around because. That's how I play yeah. games. And the second aggressive. time I played it stealthy, but I also found like there was like a downstairs in one of the buildings where I found an extra scope. I found um, like a, a cable tire that you could go over on. Like there was just so much more in that demo than I expected at first. But atmosphere, atmosphere, atmosphere with that game. Oh my god, they nailed it. Yeah. So good. So good. Other than that, played some little games. Uh, played this is Paul, which is a new Paul game. Paul was in like snooker pool that type of thing okay. um, at EGX which was which was cool um, that I played Beacon which is coming to Xbox One next year which is a twin stick shooter um, futuristic really cool very hard but very yeah. very fun um, I played Carry Away which is you know like what are those snow things called you know when like you go up in the skis the ski sledge the um, ski lift the ski lift, yeah, thank you. Is that what it's called, a ski lift? Yeah. I've never been skiing. Um, I don't like snow. I hate the snow, so yeah. Um, it was like a ski lift game where like your objective is to get your uh, your your skier to up onto a thing, but it's really in-depth where you have to like make supports for the, the wood, otherwise oh. they just fall off and die. And it, I just thought oh, that was really cool, played that. 
Um, all these games are coming to my Xbox, by the way. Um, what else? What else to play? A ton of indie games that I just can't remember. Um, but so <laughs> many, so many fantastic things. The one game I did play that is actually out already is Tricky Towers. You heard of this one? It's like Tetris, but with way more. So it's got this one mode in it called, I think it's called Race. And the objective of the game is it's Tetris with gravity. So okay. you're doing playing Tetris, yeah? And the objective is to build a tower up. So you're building, 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 but the higher it gets, it obviously sw- like moves and like you get these special abilities that like gives you like a big block and it destroys the whole tower and there's a race to get to the top. Okay. Oh my God, it was so much fun. It's already so out. Much fun. It's out on Xbox. It's coming to the Switch soon. But yeah, right. so much that. fun. Cool. So much fun. Cool. That is it cool. for EGX though. Like I say, I want to just give a quick thank you to everyone that's come up and said hello, come up and asked for a photo, come up and just spoke to me. Some people asked me to sign a few things again, which was super weird. Um, again, thank you all so, 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 so much. And um, the last two weekends of my life have been ridiculous. Um, whether it be in an RTX or EGX, I felt like an influencer. Uh, I've been to... Oh, I can finally talk about Starlink. I totally really forgot. So I went to a Starlink event last Thursday. Ah, um, yes. And yes, played Starlink. Starlink's fantastic. Oh my God. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Like, I, I played the game as a Let's Play up on my YouTube channel right now, youtube.com slash mcfixer. And, dude, Starlink's cool. Yeah? Yeah, like... I do not know what to make of this game, so it's interesting. Like, th- this is the first opinion I've heard of it, so... I mean, for me, it was a case of... I, I went to the event thinking i'm not gonna like this game starlink to me just no thank you i don't care about space i don't care about twist to life i don't care about any of that none of that has an appeal to me honestly but seeing that actually playing the game there it has that Star Fox feel yeah it's the way Star Fox should have felt on the wii u's version well. but it didn't it, yeah like i totally get why Star Fox is in the wii u version uh, in the switch version um it fits it feels like Star Fox, but it has that great balance between it being a kids game and it's an adults game it's not a game for kids it's a game for both it has co-op uh split screen drop in drop out i couldn't get over the fact of the the actual twitter life part is so snappy just you take a gun off it disappears you put a gun on it's on there instantaneously like not there's no oh wait a second for it to load or, or yeah you can put guns on backwards you can put on like i think it was like six wings at once i put on like my character so it had like this big ship that just had it's super weighty yeah but it just all feels so good and if you're into like these type of um space games and it felt no man's sky-esque in the in the space way but way better like there's dog fights and oh it just it was fantastic honestly i had so much fun with the game again i played it in a very limited section i played it for about an hour an hour and a half maybe um, got to meet. Do you know who the Canadian the astronaut, astronaut Hatfield, is, Commander yeah. Hatfield? Well, that was yeah, the I reason him. I was jealous of you going because I really wanted to go down and meet him. Like, I mean, uh, play the game, sure, but I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't care. God damn you! I just He's been in space, fix. I know, and we saw lots of pictures and stuff <laughs> like that. But I just, eh, yeah. yeah. that's cool. You've been to space. I want to play the I game. Wanna go, I want to go to space. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm definitely one of those game journalists i guess or influencers which is what they called me that was the best part of the whole thing by the way forget the game i walked to the door like oh you're mc fixer i was like yes it's like oh you're one of the influencers i was like 
Yes, I've made it. Let's go, finally. But yeah, you pretty nice. did that out loud in his face, didn't you? No, I didn't. Yes, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I kept it very cool and uh, met with some other cool people. So yeah, it was fantastic. Jesus, we got a lot to get. Jesus, through we haven't yeah. even got to the news, and we're forty minutes in. Let's get through our ad read, which lucky is very short, and it says Mike Lynch loves fix. Thank you, Mike Lynch, for keeping this show going. Coming soon. What have we got this week? Oh, my God. We've got so much, Fix. We've got so much. Cool. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. No guessing game this week. Just the no game guessing and a quick game. blurb. September 27th, Life is Strange 2, episode 1. Oh, I forgot that was coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did no, I. That's so much coming. <laughs> you, I, I, you know, when I sent you, like, the this is what's going to be the next video. Yeah. Like, I looked at this this morning, I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. When's that? The 27th? Uh, 27th, That's so it's tomorrow. It's it's uh, when, when, what day is it? It's Wednesday today. It's Thursday. We record on Wednesdays, by the way, guys. So if you want to email in, myxboxandmepodcast.gmail.com, we've mainly recorded on Wednesday, unless something happens between our schedules. Yeah, it's very rare that we don't. Yeah. Um, also on September 27th, we've got Jagged Alliance Rage. It's coming on Xbox. Um... Jagged Alliance was an old sort of strategy RPG kind of thing. Like I don't know if you ever right. played something like say Commandos, like nope. '90s stuff. But strategy was not my thing back then. It's uh, it that's coming out. I um, think like the Expendables, but a strategy game. Okay. Um, on September twenty eighth, we got three games. One, FIFA nineteen. Yes. Don't Already got it. Worth. Don't even tell you about that. Uh, the second one, Catastronauts. Again, oh, that's that four player co op game. Yeah. It's like a cutesy FTL type game. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty good actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like I, I've seen it at shows and like I keep seeing it pop up on Twitter every now yeah. and again. Um, I might see if I can get a hold of it. Um, and also on September twenty eighth, we've got Dakar eighteen, which apparently is uh, based off a world famous annual rally raid organized by Almory Sport Organization in South America. And it's an oh, off roading right. game with like motorbikes, cars, trucks, quads, and SSVs. I mean, the people that love those games will love it, I'm sure. 100%. Not for me, but if you enjoy that kind of thing, go get it. Not for me either. Definitely not. Then, Fix. Uh, go on. We've got two games coming out on October 2nd, the official start of the busiest, most worstest period of a game reviewer's life. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're calling it? That's what I'm going to call it, because there's like 20-something games coming out in October. Um, wow, okay. Yeah. So we've got Forza Horizon 4. It's coming out. Got ya. Okay. Um, on October second, it's gone straight to Game Pass. That's where I'll be picking it up. Cool. And we've got Mega Man Eleven. It's coming out on October second. Yeah, I can give that one a miss. And a bunch of the special editions of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, if you've got one of four, I think there was like four. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Same with <laughs> which is off. nuts. Um, but you can, if you've got one of those four, you'll be able to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey from October second. Cool. Well, thank you for that. Or if you fix, they just give you it. <laughs> i am playing it for work for review i know um, i just i'm, I I'm just a... I'm, like i said i'm gonna try get get back into reviewing um to take some pressure off of you and i want to do some stuff on my own channel as well um so maybe this will be one of the first games i do i do really want to do smaller yeah. games if i'm honest with you but i maybe. think this might be a good one purely because you've got it early yeah <laughs> yeah but, you know. but i don't play those games so i play those games in such a weird type of way that I may never finish it. That is true. <laughs> but we'll see. Let's get straight into the news. Did you miss Inside Xbox? Because I, I missed the live show. I caught up with it last night. 
I'm going to watch it today, I think, on stream um, after this, once I go get some food and stuff. Nice. Um, so I can watch it. But all the news has come out of that. Yeah. Uh, during today's Inside Xbox live stream, Phil Spencer announced that XO18, an event aimed towards Xbox fans, is around the world. Uh, fans around the world, sorry. Details on the official Xbox website, XO18, which I've got to say is a horrible name for it, uh, will it's be hosted. It's a callback, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but for people that don't understand what that is, XO, and I know what it is, but it's like, no, PlayStation Experience works PSX, it PSX, rolls off the tongue. XO18 doesn't work, I'm sorry, but I'm glad we're getting this anyway. We'll be hosted on Saturday, November 10th during the fourth annual Xbox Fan Fest in Mexico City. The event will be live streamed as an inside Xbox episode so fans outside of Mexico City can join in on the promised announcements. This will be the largest inside Xbox episode so far, reportedly clocking in at two hours long. There will be announcements from both first party and third party developers. So this is Xbox's answer to PSX. How do you feel about that? Um... I'll let you know in November. It's one of those things where I need to see the first one to, to really know what they're going for. Um, but I'm, I mean, it's it's basically because they didn't do Gamescom, they didn't do Paris Games. We they've done stuff like that before in the past. Well, they do Fan Fest every year, don't they? Um, but now it's like they figured out that the best way to to do it is to make their own show, which yeah. of course it is. That's what PlayStation do. That's what Nintendo do. Um, so I'm interested to see how big this is. I guess. I think that this is going to be quite small, and next year I think will be bigger. Yeah. I feel like that's. I feel like they they're gonna to have to get this out to San Francisco if they want it to yeah. be big. They've got the Microsoft Center right there. I feel is... like in terms of the announcements, and yeah, they just well, I wouldn't use the Microsoft Center. Oh, you're talking about the actual event. Yeah, I'm talking about the announcements. Um... Oh, okay. I was talking about the event. No, no, yeah, like I don't give a shit about the event. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I can't go to Mexico. I would love to, but. Um, no, I won't make it. No, I was, I'm thinking in terms of the event, like the the announcements itself. Like, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. interested to see where they go with it. Um, so are we going to get 10th. a lot of new announcements for for new first party stuff, or are we just getting bigger like bigger looks at things we already know about, like say Gears that's, Five was just nah, one that pulled I'm, off the top of my head. I mean, that's yeah, that's a really good point. If they don't come out swinging with this, this is going to be a dud instantaneously. Like PSX actually does a done, done yeah. a good job the first three years. P- PSX um, doing something good. It's it's been hit and miss. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it's been amazing, and sometimes it hasn't been so great. I I feel like it's always, apart from last year's, I think like the last three have been actually pretty good in my opinion. Which is they do a great job of catering to their audience, yeah, and showing off things that they care about, and. Um, also controlling the day and the marketing and the media and everything else, which is what Xbox needs to do with XO at the end of the day. It needs to be a Xbox fan event that is catered to Xbox nerdy fans like me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just like I say, it's. I feel like Xbox are finally getting there with their personalities as well. Um, they've got Rakari, they've got uh, AC Bongos, they've got Major Nelson, they've got... Um, uh, Jeff Rubenstein or Rubenstein I always say it wrong I'm not sure um, they've got Phil obviously they're getting there in that way uh, mm-hmm. and there's more that I forgot to name and I apologise but um, 
so now they've got that base and then now it's the time they've just bought all these new studios so people can get out there and meet those and we can have panel talks and but i'm more worried as i get where you're coming from with the announcements which i think that is what makes or breaks one of these shows um which from a first party perspective you're right what do we see gears of war falls of motorsport 8 early oh maybe maybe um so you've got to be a year in development by now so yeah what else like honestly what else can they well this is the thing i was thinking about it's like i feel like this year's might like in terms just in terms of announcements i feel like this year's might not be massive for xbox first and second party studios but they'll do what they did at e3 there'll be a lot of third-party stuff there'll probably be a lot of indie stuff in you know, id and xbox stuff and i feel like yeah it'll be next year when they do it again when they do xb on xo19 where they're probably going to have more stuff to show in terms of this is what our first party studios have been working i on. think we probably see hopefully fable by then yeah like playground games and compulsion and, compulsion uh, and all ninja the theory we're working on exactly exactly um i'm happy about this though uh i mean if anyone wants to sponsor me to go to XO18 and cover it, I would happily well, do that. So we do need we do need to figure out a Christmas present. We can get you <laughs> not, Christmas no, not present. you guys. I meant business wise. I meant business wise. If anyone wants to send me to cover the event for them, I would happily go. No problems. My calendar is plenty clear for uh, November 10th. Not a problem. I can go. Uh, next up, Mass and Keyboard support is coming to Xbox One. Microsoft has announced it is finally rolling out its support for an input method that has been somewhat uh, continuous on the console for the mouse and keyboard. Before I get into this, what do you make of that? Mass and Keyboard coming to Xbox. I'm nervous. Okay. And I'll tell you why I'm nervous. I play a lot of first-person shooters on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I'm nervous that if it's implemented in Overwatch, let's say. It will be. And it's not segregated between mouse and keyboard and controllers, players. Yeah. Then I'm gonna have a shit time on, on Overwatch. <laughs> so okay, so what's been said here in the quote from Phil is, if you dominate first persons right now on controller, and you're worried that you're all of a sudden gonna get swamped because of a bunch of mouse and keyboard players are gonna get flooded into your game, that's not what we're doing," said Spencer. We're putting choice into the hands of developers about the games they want to bring. So the whole idea is, if that happens in Overwatch, that is because of Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say it would be Microsoft's yeah. fault. It would be yeah. Blizzard's fault. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the fact there's going to be more choice. I like the fact that there's going to be that option. I think that that then will bring more people over, honestly. Because yeah. I, fe- I see a lot of people that are like, I just love mouse and keyboard. I can't read. I'm annoyed by my drivers and the graphics card and this and that and this and that. But I like mouse and keyboard. And I feel like this being one of those things that your competition doesn't have, being PlayStation and, and Nintendo, um, it's like, okay, cool. How about you have a console and you have a mouse and keyboard? Cool. No, oh, definitely. It's a great idea. I just... Yeah. You just want right in certain games. Yeah. I mean, like I say, that's just strictly down to developers. Um, also, the news they come out with, which is they will be partnering with Razer for a uh, mouse and keyboard specifically made for the Xbox One. Just so people are worried. Razer do make great con- uh, make great uh, products at the end of the day. Um, so I think that's a perfect fit for them. So, yeah. Anything else to add? Uh, not to that, no. 
Uh, next up, Jackbox Party Pack 5's Hulk's October release. The latest installment of Jackbox Party Pack series is headed to Xbox One on October 17th. This news comes via the Twitter uh, from the Twitter via Twitter the from Jackbox Games today, which should allow fans to begin planning for their first friend get together to try out the new included games. I'm totally down for this. I can't wait. Um, but October's so busy with Mario Party and other games. I will still pick this up. Um, I do think it'd be fun to play with some friends and on stream. So, cool. Next up is a big one. And I want to, before we start here, we have not added in everything of this new story. Just because of how long we knew the show was going to go. And I've missed out a ton of stuff. So if you're angry at me because I'm not talking about the horse, horse's balls, I apologize. But Rockstar recently revealed Red Dead Redemption 2's online multiplayer component will launch in November 18th, initially as a public beta. IGN had the scoop here and they got to ask a ton of questions, so I took a few of them. Uh, IGN said, What can players expect from Red Dead Online? Will we have as much open world freedom as uh, we do in the single player component? And Imran Swarwar uh, from uh, Rockstar had this to say. Of course, Red Dead Online will will use the world and gameplay mechanics of Red Dead Redemption 2 as a jumping-off point for a new world of cowboys and cowgirls and outlaws that combines multiplayer and corruptive gameplay and narrative components in a huge open world. Players will be able to explore alone or easily, easily, let's see, easily join friends uh, or other players to complete uh, sorry, to compete to, or work together uh, will take full advantage of the entire world as well as aspects of a 19th century setting that make Red Dead Redemption 2 unique and fun. So, Easily. we're pretty much getting what we got from GTA. Um, yes, GTA Online, Red Dead Redemption Online. Which is fine. I'm absolutely fine with that. My biggest problem with GTA Online has always been the menu system and not understanding how to actually do anything in that world. Yeah. Um, the menu systems are way too complicated. I hope it's not like that. I hope they've simplified everything, um, and I'll be okay with it. Cool. What about you? Red Dead, I, you're excited? Are you excited for the online? I mean, I'm excited for the game. Uh, it's coming in November 2018, so I might get around to it sometime in 2019. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably still be playing the fucking single-player game by the time so, this yeah, comes out. I, I mean, mean, it's... It is something I'm interested to try because I love Red Dead, I love Westerns, I love the setting, the world, Like, and if they nail it, I will absolutely be on board to try Red Dead Online, but it is one of those things where it's like, it's it's such a busy last three months of the year, it's going to be difficult to find the time to actually proper, because like, I don't yeah, just yeah. want to play it for a couple of hours, no. I want to sink some time into it, so... I'm hoping that Red Dead Online is the game that replaces maybe one of, maybe replaces Siege, honestly. Um, where it's like, that's the game I want to keep going back to. That's the game I want to keep grinding out. That's the game I want to keep getting new content for. Will that be it? I don't know. Like you say, we've got so much to play in the next few months that it's scary. Yeah, oh, it's so scary. I mean, I've got scary. an impending blackout addiction. Like, I already know <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one of those things. I can't wait for Red Dead, obviously. Uh, the next question that comes from IGN... Uh, which is, why aren't you releasing Red Dead Online alongside Red Dead Redemption 2 single-player experience? And Imran says, 
There are a few, uh, sorry, there are a few reasons for this. The first is that even though Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption Online share the same gameplay mechanics and geography, we see them essentially as separate products that will grow and evolve independently of each other. Which I thought was a good answer, if I'm honest. I mean, it was. Also, we want people to complete the single player and then jump into the multiplayer. <laughs> it's probably yeah, part yeah, of the thinking I'd... behind it. But then there's going to be a lot of people that just never complete that single player. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I but you think... you don't want to like you like I'll play the single player before I play the multiplayer, and it, it's a player like me like you wouldn't want to. I don't know, punish is necessarily the right word, but like give them time, give people like me time to play the single player, and then let them into the multiplayer at I mean, the same yeah. time as everybody else. Exactly. Uh, next up. Uh, is one that Dan only is going to go absolutely crazy for. I'm sure he's so happy. Halo Infinite. Can you hear that? That's Dan only screaming. I think I heard um, it. Yeah. <laughs> Halo Infinite won't sell uh, loot boxes for cash. Despite recent indications that uh, 343 and Microsoft will not sell Halo Infinite loot boxes for real world money. Posted on Twitter yesterday, a Halo YouTuber wrote that he had a lot of faith in 343's ability to deliver a quality experience with Halo Infinite, but was extremely disappointed to hear that Halo Infinite would have microtransactions. Studio head Chris Lee responded, telling him not to worry. Quote, keep the faith, it's appreciated. End quote. Uh, tweetedly, also stating, quote, we're still working through final plans and we'll share more when we are ready, but I can definitely say that Halo Infinite will not include real money loot boxes, end quote. Of course they won't. I mean, the last game did though, right? Sort of. Uh, they had those card packs for uh, Warzone. Warzone. Or something like that, yeah. War, I War mode. <laughs> there you go. Um, um yeah I, I, yeah i i think with the the pr disaster that could come from this it doesn't 100%. surprise me why they're i mean they doing it they got it themselves right with four to seven last year exactly yeah exactly i mean they've still got to find a way to monetize the game so i'm guessing it's going to be skins yeah there'll be something it's an online game well it's an online focused game in yeah. 20 whatever like it it's gonna have microtransactions this is the world we live in now unfortunately thanks for nothing minecraft you started this with all your skins. No, I'm joking. Horse armor. <laughs> Next up, THQ Nordic acquires Alone in the Dark and Act of War uh, IPs. What the hell is THQ I don't doing? Know. I'll tell you what they're not fucking doing. They're not making very many bloody games. Because <laughs> they're just buying everything. They're buying but everything. But then when you look back, because they've been doing this for years, and then you look back and it's well, like... They haven't because they closed down. Because of this, no, that's and what I'm saying. all the old licenses is weird. THQ Nordic are basically buying all the, the original THQ games, but then you look back and it's like they've released a few remasters, but they haven't really done much in the last few years. And you kind of look and go, guys, are you just hoarding everything? Are you just going to try and grab every IP and just be like, it's all ours, and then never make a game out of them? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't understand the business plan here. Let's take a bunch of IPs that and. Don't come for me. Don't at me. Nobody really cares about. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Like when they like Kingdoms of Amalur, right? I love that game. Okay, yeah. And I care about that game, but I know it's not a like if they put it out. If they put out Kingdoms of Amalur two, like yeah. I'll play it and play the shit out of it. But I know sure. I'm in a very small group of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair to say. I think it's just one of those weird ones where I'm like, you went out of business once. 
do you think this is going to work a second time? I don't know, man. Like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Where are they getting all this money from, though? Investors, man. Investors. I don't know, man. You like, convince investors, you can do a lot of things. Let they own a lot of IPs. <laughs> they, do. they do. Maybe their plan is to sell them again. Maybe. Buy them up cheap and then sell and them, then sell them. Flip to them. someone. To indies and stuff like that, maybe. Or That'd license cool. them out to indies and little studios, maybe. That would probably know. be a better plan than their first time, THQ. Because well, they did it all in house last time, right? Yeah, they had their own studios. and. So maybe the plan is they buy all these IPs and then wait to see who approaches them. Like, oh, we loved Alone in the Dark. Can we get that license? And they're like, That'd yeah, sure. Let me see this. Boom, 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 boom. And then we get a unique take on Alone in the Dark from a different studio with people that actually care about it that may make a decent game. I'm Square Enix do that as well. Game. The Square Enix Collective. Um, yeah. It's a really good, good idea. So maybe. Maybe that's what the plan is. Next up, more microtransaction news. Devil May Cry 5 has multiplayer and microtransactions. At TGS Demo uh, and the PlayStation Store listing have revealed Devil May Cry 5 will have both microtransactions and some form of online multiplayer. Fans have been able to play DMC 5 at TGS this week, uh, which led GameSpot uh, to notice that players can buy pay real money to purchase... Um, the series in-game currency red orbs the orbs which traditionally are never uh are never uh, abundant. abundant enough sorry i have to break it down abundant to uh abundant enough to unlock absolutely everything are used to purchase upgrades and weapons new moves uh and one off customer uh, consumables when we asked these uh, were being included, series director... Yeah, you're going to have to take this name. I... Hideaki Itsuno. Thank you. Said it was all about the player's choice. Quote, we're giving pe- we are <laughs> We're giving people the ability to purchase red orbs. It's something we want to give people an option if they want to save time and just want to get all the stuff at once. Those people can do that. I saw a big hullabaloo about this. It's um, all about player choice, guys. So where do you fall? I, I I'm mean, fine with it. I I like I can contribute to the hullabaloo. Um, I feel like you don't put something like this in a single player game, right? This is what? just about single player games. You don't put something like this in a single player game without expecting people to use it. And the reason why people will use it yeah. is if they're getting bored or frustrated with the grind that's in your mm-hmm. game. To me, personally, when I see something like this is happening, again, in a single-player game, I'm not talking about multiplayer games, uh-huh. um, to me, what that says to me personally is there's something boring or frustrating about the grind of your game. Okay. And it makes okay, me less excited. Yeah. Because you're I giving think- people an option to make that shortcut, it's like, you want people to take that shortcut, so is your game balanced properly? Now I'm not so sure, whereas before I would have given you the benefit of the doubt. See, I've seen I, this happen before. Yeah, I just sort of give um, innocent until proven guilty. So, which is probably not the best way to be with companies, but... <laughs> I think but, uh, the games industry has turned me into a cynic. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not that cynical. I just, I, I've played Devil May Cry games in the past, and the grind is, there's never been a grind like that to need that. Um, unless there's I, I agree with you if there's like a boring part or a heavily grand part or the level difficulty sort of spikes and it sort of hey you know you can buy this with real money then that's mm-hmm. problems when you but open up the it, pause menu and there's the orc standing there going you want to buy some orcs like 
Nice. I never finished that game just because of that. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it's just like, I just don't think about it in such a negative way until it happens, which for me, I just, I read this and was like, oh, okay, they're just, they're just letting people buy abilities. Cool. No problem. Um, so I'll go innocent until proven guilty. Like, I just don't see the big deal about it. I get why people will be skeptical of it, but until it's... I mean, I just don't like judging books by their covers. Yeah, that's where I fall on it. Like, I'm not suddenly turning around and saying DMC5 is shit because it's yeah. not this in. I'm skeptical. But I'm skeptical because I've been down this path before and I know where it's ended before, so... Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, Xbox Avatar updates are coming next month. Xbox announced deeper customizations with avatars during inside Xbox live stream on Tuesday. The focus was for avatars to become more inclusive, expressive, and creative for users to be able to further customization. Customize. The new avatar system takes the old one to an entirely different level and will be called X the xbox avatar editor the senior programmer and xbox avatar randy uh, randy santoso San explained where the inspiration came from to make these changes to avatars quote we agreed fairly very early on that we wanted to bring the best part of xbox original avatar add to the expen expressive goodness and make it better sorry for those that care about that i've got to be honest with you since they've done it i was super in and cared and then they did nothing with it for a game and i'm like ah, i don't care anymore well that was our early three six stick wasn't it it was like yeah. Yeah, they should make oh they should make this game they should make that game they should rip off mario party but um which pretty much chimp party's done for playstation <laughs> so it could be done i'm just literally oh my god why didn't i think of this so all right i'm gonna talk about a playstation game for two seconds it's called chimp party it's a playlink game it's pretty much Mario Party without the bullshit at the end, all right? But, I like the bullshit way fun. Wait, watch my videos on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mcfixer. Xbox needs to go and get whoever made Chimp Party, forget the playlink part of it, make it an Xbox game, and use avatars. Boom. Great game. I mean, I maybe did. they'll announce something at XO18. <sighs> I did it. Hopefully. XO18. Oh, God, that's a horrible name. You went XO, no. and I was like, what? I would... What, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. The problem is, I can never remember if it's XO or XB, and I'm always XO, like... XO, XO. Why was it not XB? It makes more sense. It's on the controller. XB18. It sounds better to say as well. XB18. XB18. It does, but it's not that. So, stop trying to rebrand it. God. I'll get on the phone. We'll start tweeting people. Have you paid attention to any of this Avatar stuff, or you just don't care? Um, I'll mess around with it for 10 or 15 minutes when it comes out, make an avatar, forget about it, never look at it again, unless they yeah. make games for it. Make games. Make games. And last but not least, I have put this in just to prove I was right. Was I not? And if you try and tell me I wasn't, I'll kick you in the teeth. Resident Evil 2 is not just a remake, it's a brand new entry in the series. Amy. Did I not say this? Have I not been saying this since day dot? Yeah. Did I not say they were going to remake this, then they're going to remake 3, then they're going to remake Code Veronica, and then they're going to make this the new timeline for the games? Did I not say this? Yeah. I mean, you, I you need said more it. than you that. Said it. You said it. Yes, yes, you said that. Thank um, you. That's, I, mean, I was right about something. Can I? Thank, thank you. 
I mean, I wasn't disagreeing with you when you said it, so... No, you wasn't, but... I thought I was Other kind of crazy were. in my head. I'll be honest with you. I thought I made up this timeline in my head where I was like, oh, we've got Remake 1. Now we're going to get Remake 2. Then we're going to get Remake 3. Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil. Come on. But now they've ruined it with 7 because it's not the right camera angle. And then, oh. Have you ever thought about getting a giant whiteboard and no. just doing a video? No. Like a three-hour-long Resident Evil timeline video? No. No? I can't do it. I think you should. Maybe. In fact, maybe. You, we should do it together. I'll come down. I'll bring my whiteboard. And we'll I mean, just I've go got nuts. a whiteboard, so you're good. You don't need to bring out a train. I've got well, I mean, it's it's it'll be a big thing. We might need two whiteboards. I mean, side by side. Buy another whiteboard. Anyway, during IGN's Japan's uh, Tokyo Game Show 2018 live coverage, Resident Evil 2 producer Yoshika Harabashi. Yoshiaki Hirabayashi. So what am I doing wrong here with these Japanese names then? They're just really Yo. long and very different. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak English. Let alone... To be fair, like, I've been a major Japanese fanboy, like gaming fanboy for like 30 years. So. That makes sense then. <laughs> I'm used yeah, to the, their names. Told us that Capcom sees the forthcoming remake as a brand new entry in the series. Quote, Resident Evil Engine is a great engine for a trial and error. So, our experience with the previous titles using the same engine has generally enhanced the new Resident Evil 2. Um, the two producers told us that they want to see the 2019 version of Resident Evil 2 not just as a remake, but as a brand new entry in the series. Their statement makes sense, as the remake indeed seems to be an evolution for the series when attacked by zomb every enemy zombies, dirt and scars on enemy uh, characters and depicted in real-time zombies will react and may affect differently depending on how you attack them. Quote, Raccoon City will have the same atmosphere but details like when you were when and where characters meet each other for the first time have been altered um carrying on uh blah 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 blah. we keep aiming for things top priority but this is super important for resident evil fans like myself because then it now says that remake is now one and remake two will then be two and then we still got five six and seven because i don't think they're going to remake those because why? They sold well, and why would you really? As much they as sold well, but they also know that they're not as critically acclaimed. <laughs> but do you not think even... I mean, I don't need a remake of 5 or 6, I'll be honest with you. I mean, people Four. love 7 anyway. So now you've got people that love 1, people that love 7. So then hopefully people are going to love 2, which means we'll get the remake for free, right? Yes, because... Because imagine Nemesis free. in this engine. Imagine that. But they'll rework it as well, so it's like. But that's fine because it wasn't that great a game anyway. No, 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 no. But like, it's a good thing because they'll rework it. So because Nemesis used to turn like as much as it gave you the feeling that you were being hunted, like all the time. Nemesis only ever really appeared at very specific points of the game. Yes. But if they rework it and do a remake of three, like, what if it's more dynamic? Because they can do that now because they have the technology. So that's what if you are really literally just being hunted by Nemesis? Yeah, I like that. That will be the most terrifying game that, that game, has ever that happened. That game already—that was probably the scariest game I played was Nemesis. When it comes through the window at the in the that window police part, department. I literally, you know what I used to do because I didn't have a memory card at the time. Because uh, I think I learned it to my friend. I used to pause the game. I used to have friends that would watch me, which makes sense yeah. in the career choice I went for. Um, 
Scott. Yeah, I used to pause the game, walk out the room, ask them to walk past the window and pause the game instantly because I couldn't look. Yeah. I've actually, when I played Resident Evil 3 for the first time, I actually had someone with me. We were playing it. We got to that part. Um, and outside in the garden, my dad was doing DIY. So I, as I walked past the window with no idea what was about to happen, Nemesis comes smashing through the window. The exact second that happened, my dad turns his drill on. Oh, God. I peed a little. I'm not going to lie. I bet. I would have peed too. Um, but yeah, this is fantastic news in one way. It also makes me sad in another because Resident Evil 2 obviously is my favorite game of all time. And if this isn't as good as that, they have just wiped that out of the timeline. They have, but Resident Evil 2 still exists, like the original. It, so It does, but my whole thing is timeline. You know what I'm like yeah. with this bloody new Chris. So the fact, no. that, <laughs> the, the fact that Resident Evil 2 OG could now not be in place of the timeline which it yeah, would just okay. be weird it would be super weird for me i'm not gonna lie it's like and in terms of canon they're taking yeah out the one which canon, some people like canon's not important because you can still go back and experience certain things to me canon's super important in in series that i care about yeah but i mean this is an ongoing series that's why it's not like like it's a new entry not a remake so <laughs> this is a technically a new series now probably shouldn't have called it resident evil remake then i mean Capcom would be Capcom, right? <laughs> uh, okay, coming to an end now. Uh, Inside Xbox announced the new games with gold. We got Hitman Blood Money from October 1st to October 16th. Um, wait, no. From October 16th to the end of the month. Overcooked from October 1st till the end of the month. Uh, Victor Van Ran from October... Victor Van. What the hell is that? Is that it's that? like a Diablo-type game. Um, oh, it's been out yeah. for a few years. Um, it's actually... Pretty, pretty good, yeah. I heard if you like that kind of thing. From October 16th to the end of the month, and Stuntman from October 1st till the end of the month. What do you think of this month's Games with Gold? Um, Overcooked's fantastic. Overcooked's a great game. Stuntman I played and actually don't hate. It's okay. Uh, Hitman Blood Money, not the best Hitman game out there, obviously. Especially when you've got Game Pass, you've got the new one. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I was just checking something there because I wanted to be like fact check myself before I said it. But obviously, Overcooked is leaving Game Pass, <laughs> which is oh, probably is it? why it's going into this. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That makes sense, though. No, oh, yeah. Why I mean, it's 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 it cool of them that they're, it it's leaving one, but you can just yeah. you can get it with Games with Gold. So you've still got that option of getting it. Well worded. Well worded. Thank you. I feel like I have to be very careful about how I talk about games with gold for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Prison Architect is September's games with gold, though. So you've got that from September 1st to September 30th. Uh, Live Lock you can still get till October 15th. And Sega's Vintage Collection Monster World till September 30th. We do have emails uh, from Fixer Sack, so if you want to email them, myxboxandme podcast at gmail.com. Super disappointed this week. Super disappointed because of everything that's gone on this week with Resident Evil, with Telltale, with everything, just literally everything. We didn't. I had to go and get emails. I'm disappointed in the audience. Email it my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com for shame. You can take this one, even though you know because it's more branded to you. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh uh. Hi, folks. Firstly, well done, Fixer, on the hard work at RTX. I second that. I just That's wanted very to say well that, done. so thank you. 
He did. Well, I, I, I'll say it over and over again. And undoubtedly, the workload had with the oncoming weekend EGX. The EGX sequel that's EGX happening this weekend. Yeah. EGX 2. I sense this community and the MC Fixer brand will grow as a result, buddy. Already, already <laughs> happened, but yes. It's, it's spilling over onto my Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> my question is related to Amy's review of PUBG this week. In the review, you made a couple of references to the world of the Lovecraft mythos. Does this then mean there might be a review of Call of Cthulhu when it is released in late October? Best regards to you both. Fishy. Fishy, I'm going to level with you. That game comes out on October 30th. There are roughly 72 games between me and that game. I would love to do it because I'm really interested in the game. So all I'm going to say is I hope so. Not going to happen, I can promise you. No way. Next thing. I hope so. Because I've got nothing to add on there, apart from thank you, Uncle Michael. Appreciate you. Appreciate my uncle. And I've already seen you. Thank you. Fix and Amy. I've seen that Telltale are looking into getting The Walking Dead episodes three to five, even though it's only four episodes, completed but someone else, by someone else. Do you think they should prioritise paying their employees severance or at least help them get new jobs rather than finishing the IP? People should always come before the product. Matt, right. gamertag, little Smee. Uh, L-I-L space S-M-I-Y, gamertag. I mean, yeah, we've already spoke about this, but it goes without saying... Um, I would much rather have those them started. I mean, something to sort out severance for their employees. I mean, I've already said I'm still tempted to just not bother playing the rest of The Walking Dead now, just because it will be done by a different team. Um, but yeah, obviously, I would I would rather them do anything but what they're doing. And people deserve their severance. They've worked hard. They've worked overtime that they're not even going to get. They've put in blood, sweat, and tears time away from their families um that's not time you get back time is one of those things you don't get back so for that yes i would do anything for them to get that like he says people should always come before the product i couldn't have sent it better myself yes and last but not least i'm again i'm gonna level with mr moody i'm i'm not happy with this email hello Corey. oh my god oh my god even i don't call you that who the in fuck's Corey? <laughs> Hello, Corey and Amy. I hope you're both well kicking by and playing some games. I wouldn't mind, but I'm, I met up with Mr. Moody at EGX this year for uh-huh. a day on Friday. He never called me Corey once. Strange. I hope you're both doing well playing games kicking butt. Well, let's get it started. What are your thoughts on what happened at Telltale? Uh, there's a lot to digest, but I know you two can think of it. Stay glorious, your friend, Mr. Moody. We've already been over it. So I mean, I'm yeah. Going over it, go on the YouTube video. Just scroll that little dot back a bit. You'll see. Exactly. Again, that is it this week, guys. An hour and 20 minutes. Jesus crumbs. Thank you all for watching. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Amy, we got to plug this week. I'm going to plug someone who's not me for a week. Um, Hold because... up a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not about to use this platform to promote somebody else other than yourself. I've done it before. I mean, I, I'm well happy with it that time, but clearly I've got no choice in the matter. You don't Go have ahead. a choice in the matter. Everybody knows where yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash words about games. But... That's more like it. That's more like it. <laughs> My friend, uh, someone who's been really supportive of me, especially over the last couple of weeks, um, is starting to build up his following on, on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Vinoseptic. 
uh, VENO septic. Um, and he's approaching that 50 followers mark. So if uh, you guys okay. could just go over and maybe just, just give him that follow, I, w- I would very much appreciate it. I don't approve of this message, and I just want everyone to know. Don't approve. Fix loves it. Nope. Nope. I'm yep. all about elevating my people, not people I don't know. Not happy. Does he at least listen to the podcast? Um, no comment. Oh my goodness gracious me. Guys, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. But this week is all about the most important thing, which is my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mcfixer. Ejects coverage gone up. We've got the chimp party impression. We've got the metro impression. We've got a let's play of Starlink. And of course, the big one, which is the game over Greggy. Greg Miller himself, who you heard at the beginning of this episode, telling you to go to patreon.com slash mcfixer. If you're not listening to the audio, you should check that out. Um, interview is up. So again, thank you all. Keep supporting. The important thing I do need to stress here is that we are getting to that point now where Patreon is going to be make or break. And a lot of content will stop happening if we don't start getting there. Um, I've been on this journey for a long, long time. I've had such a big influx, obviously, of people coming in. And I'd appreciate anyone who can drop a few dollars um, my way. Patreon.com slash MCFixer. I can't do it without it. I can't do it without the support of you guys. So thank you all so much. Until next week, I've been MCFixer. She's been Amy. And I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Bye!